Yo. Yo, dude. The fucking pod started? The fucking podcast started? Okay, what's up? Um, This one's coming a bit late. Uh, because of some, some events, Valentine's happened, um, and some other shit. So, yeah. Well, anyways, um, I saw two movies. One of them, never have I seen before. That's not the name of the movie. I'm saying, I haven't seen this movie before. And one of them is a movie that I rewatched with my uh my partner my husband um no yeah no uh, i saw it with my girlfriend uh, during valentines um very romantic movie very wholesome uh the handmaiden directed by park chan wook korean movie it's like my fourth watching um still fucking amazing probably my favorite Korean movie, uh, for sure. You know, I mean, there's you know, there's others that are close, but this one, it, it's just everything's fucking perfect. Uh, not really. There, there's like two things I'd say. Two like small parts, I guess, uh, that are kind of weird, and I think would would be better if they weren't in the movie. Um. And the other movie that I saw was Carlitos Way, featuring uh, Al Pacinski, right? I was talking about him last episode. And then that, that inspired me. I was like, you know what? I got to watch another Al Pacino movie. And um, it was good. It was good, you know? Uh, yeah. Uh, I, think, I think it's same guy who directed Scarface, which I haven't seen. But I should. I should watch it. Um, what's his name? It's not Francis Ford Coppola, Kapolsky. It's the other guy. Yeah, I don't know. Scarface. It's like I know it's like a masterpiece or whatever, and it's iconic. And I should watch it. It's just three hours long, right? It's like no movie set in like what is it, Cuba, like Puerto Rico, should ever be three hours long. Um. But yeah, this one, I think it was like two hours, so not, not too long. Yeah, so Carlito's way, right? Al Pacino, he does his job. Um, his performance is a little more calm. He's a calmer character. Uh, once again, Hispanic, right? He's Puerto Rican. Um, and it's about, it, it's, it's another gangster movie. It's about a Puerto Rican guy who gets released from prison. After uh, doing doing a little a little drug us, right, drug deals, and you know he's in this uh, fucking part of the city where people know him. You know he's kind of a big shot. So yeah, um, I actually don't remember much. Of the, <laughs> I don't remember much of the movie in terms of like specific lines and shit. But yeah, I mean, there's there's a couple of funny moments. Um, the cast is pretty pretty good. There's that guy who's like always the 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 Mexican 
sort of comedic relief character. Um, who else is in it? Yeah, okay. The, what I thought was weird was sort of the the love part of the whole movie, which is pretty big, right? Like the whole movie is basically about him trying to uh, escape his life, you know, start fresh, right? Like he wants to, he wants to have a clean slate, so he wants to elope with this white bitch. It's like some ballerina. Who ends up just being a stripper, right? Um, yeah, and he wants to uh, have a car dealership. That's his goal. He wants to be like a car trader. Um, but anyways, he dies, <laughs> right? He dies, and at the end, he dies, and he's like a little bit older now. Uh, during the movie, it was probably like 40, 50, you know? But... When he dies, like, the look on his face is exactly the look on his face when he gets shot in Serpico and he's on the ground in the apartment. And I'm like, holy shit. It's like they took young Den- or, uh, Pacino's face, just pasted it on this old motherfucker, put a more beard, grayer beard on him. It looks exactly, it has that same, like, sort of like a little open mouth, sort of like kind of gritting teeth if you watch if you've watched both movies you might know what i'm talking about if not you're like what the fuck you know what are you talking about but um yeah yeah i mean performances were were pretty good like he has like like in this movie you can tell the character is like trying to stay calm you know what i mean as calm as possible in these like pretty intense situations and uh it's interesting to see from uh Pachinsky, right but yeah he does his thing um yeah the love relationship was like kind of weird because why the fuck is this gangster you know dating some fucking ballerina bitch you know what i mean and like it was very just some of it was like sort of corny. Um, you know what I mean? It's like, it was like the Titanic just in shitty Puerto Rican neighborhood in the States. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so I saw that one in, in, in school. Uh, I don't remember if it was like a big sex scene. I think they fuck, but it's like, Kind of like mild, you know? No pussy. No pussy, no penis. Yeah, apparently in Euphoria, which I haven't, I've never watched, and it's like the biggest show right now, um, there's like 40 penises just being shown. I don't know, you know, I haven't seen the the show, so I don't, I don't know. But I might have to. I might have to start watching. <laughs> Um, yeah, Handmaiden. Saw it with my girlfriend, uh, during our Valentine's get-together. Um, I mean, what can I say? You know, it's fucking amazing. Uh, obviously you need subtitles. And we were using Amazon Prime. That's where you can watch it, uh, at least in Canada. And the subtitles were 
the Japanese parts were in yellow and the Korean parts were in white. But also, if you turned on subtitles, like the option on um, Amazon, they would have a separate subtitle just covering it. It was fucking weird. So they had like hard-coded subtitles and then you'd have like an overlay. So you don't actually need to turn them on. Yeah. It honestly makes it worse because you'll just see like some jumbled up fucking bullshit. But yeah, anyways, the movie's about lesbians. Um, yeah, so there's these Korean, uh, you know, there's this Korean dude uh, who like likes the Japanese culture or whatever. So he starts, you know, writing stories and hentai and shit. And then, uh, yeah, you know what? The story is just so fucking elaborate. It's like, uh, if I try to explain it, it's going to take me like nine years, you know? We're already in the, on like the 10th minute mark. And I barely explained Carlito's way. Um, yeah, uh, cinematography. It's like everything has a purpose. You know, every camera move, every frame, it just looks beautiful. It, it, it's, a, it's great to look at, right? Um... And not, not only because there's tits, okay? Be, for artistic reasons, it's good to look at. Um, yeah, cinematography's great. Uh, the story is elaborate, and it's well-written. And from what I could tell from the four viewings that I've had, not many holes in the story, you know? And I I didn't really ever think like, oh, why didn't he just do this? Or like, what? that this doesn't make any fucking sense. No, like most of the time I'd be like, oh, dude. Uh. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, I'm not going to try to spoil any more of it. But everyone dies. Um... Yeah, well, it's it's very graphic, sexually. I mean, yeah, it's like kind of violent, I guess. Like, I'd say there's only like one scene where it's like pretty gory. Um, but besides that, it's just extremely sexually graphic. Like, there's three... And, you know, one of the sex scenes is, is one of the issues that I have with the movie. Um towards the very end like the final scene is like them using these fucking metal balls to put into each other's pussies and it just felt a little bit unnecessary like we already had two pretty you know detailed you know what i'm saying little little ooh-la-las right um it's fucking hilarious i i think i think i think in both the first two there's this like pussy pov where it's like the camera angle is like showing the view of like as if there's like eyes on the her pussy. And then like the other bitch is like, you know, having all a feast. But uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's part of the criticism that the movie gets is like people are just saying it's a porn movie. And it's really not. I mean, if you take out just that those scenes, it's like a, a, an amazing, you know just 
mystery thriller. But yeah, it gets a lot of flack for those scenes. And, you know, it's like a lot of it's about like the female gaze. That's the, those are the criticisms that they get. It's like, yeah. Because obviously a dude directed it. But I think the original source material was written by a woman. Like the novel. And he got some lesbian bitch to like, you know, overlook the project. Um, and yeah, like the the girl, the the hand or the mistress, not the mistress, the fucking princess, whatever she is, you know, uh, all she knows is porn, right? And it could be a commentary on like, you know, how we we see, you know, women in Hollywood or whatever, or just uh, about the porn industry and how it's uh, sabotaging our our pure minds, our innocent souls, right? But yeah, I fucking love that movie. Um, the, the acting is incredible, right? Uh, they put everything in, and not just the sex scenes, okay? They did a great job in those scenes too, right? But I mean, you know, with the dialogue and all the behaviors and everything. And, you know, there's some genuinely funny moments that aren't, like, fucking ham-fisted into your throat. Um, yeah, like, the, the main, the Count, the guy who plays the Count, he's, like, a very famous Korean actor. He's great. He's, uh, you know, the reason why he's famous, right? He's kind of, like, I actually don't know, like, the... How they, how some of the actors relate to like Hollywood actors. Like, I don't know if he's a Leonardo DiCaprio, right? But I, I'd say he's the Leonardo DiCaprio, right? And then, you know, maybe the guy from like JSA, Joint Security Area, or what, uh, the North Korean Park Chan Wook movie. That guy would be the Brad Pitt, the good looking guy, not the fucking uh, guy from Parasite. Um,. Yeah, anyways, so Korean Leo, he's also in a movie called uh, The Chaser, which is incredible. That movie fucking rocks. Uh, It's about, like, it's inspired by this fucking serial killer that, like, uh, in Korea, who murdered a bunch of prostitutes, and he'll, like, eat them and shit. So, yeah, very wholesome movie. Um, That one's pretty long, too. Actually, yeah, so both these movies are pretty long. Handmaiden's like uh, two hours, two hour 40. And I think Chaser's somewhere around there too. But, you know, I mean, it didn't feel too long, right? Like, there's like one slow part in Handmaiden, and I'd say it's sort of right after they reveal the first twist, and then they're, they're sort of going back to the story and then retelling it, but in a different perspective. And it is a bit slower there, um, but, you know, every movie can't just be fucking bam, 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 you know what I mean? It's got to be some, uh, some breaks. Uh, yeah, and every time I watch it, it's like I just pick up new details, and it's like, oh, shit, that's why that happened, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, it's incredible. 
and I could probably watch it, you know, once every year, maybe. And I, I wouldn't probably wouldn't get sick of it. Yeah. Um, definitely Park Chan Wook, uh, Bong Joon Ho. Top two, for sure, in the history of Korean film making. Yeah, they make uh, just those two have crazy amount of uh, banging movies, right? Uh, what does he have? So Park Chan, uh, Bong Joon Ho has you know Parasite, obviously. The host, which I gotta watch again, but I remember being pretty good. Memories of Murder, Saturday Night You Walk, you know what I'm saying? Um, what else does he have? Shit, is that it? Is that it? Okay, no, I gotta look this up. Bong Joon Skis. Uh, Snowpiercer was like whatever. Didn't really fuck with it. Everyone's like, everyone loves it. I don't. I just don't get it, you know. And I think I just have an issue with like Korean filmmakers working in America because they just don't, you know, it's different, right? Sometimes they won't know how Americans people behave, like the Western culture, you know. You know what I mean? There's a culture diff. Um, Okja, same thing. It's like it was weird. I just didn't really fuck with it that much. Uh, okay, I guess that's it. Oh, yeah, Mother. Mother, amazing. Another amazing movie. And I think that's it. That's all I saw. What is that? That's f- that's four bangers? You know? Consistent. Pak chan Wu. The entire Revenge trilogy? <clears throat> fucks. Okay, Lady Vengeance was like, okay. Right? Didn't really fuck with it that much. Uh, sympathy for Mr. Vengeance might be better than Old Boy for me, you know. Just cause it's like, I know Old Boy's like super fucked up psychologically and shit. I mean, so is Mr. Vengeance, but it's like, I think it has the same fucked upness, but less like metaphorical. You know, I gotta like figure shit out. You know what I mean? It's definitely more to the point. There's like one part at the end again. That was like sort of strange where there's like a voiceover and it's it's sort of to uh, remind the audience of like a callback. It's like a sort of like a callback, but I, I thought it was really unnecessary uh, in Mr. Vengeance. You know, it wasn't very needed. Old boy. You know what I mean? Come on. Handmaiden. You know, JSA. Fucking amazing. Um... Yeah, I think that's, that's it. I mean, I didn't watch Stoker again. It's like, I feel like it's not going to be that good because another, it's just white bitches, you know. Uh, And Thirst, I have yet to see that. It looks like a, what is it, like a vampire movie? But, you know, insane. And, uh, yeah, the guy who made uh, The Chaser, I actually don't know his name. But I think he has a couple other movies that are pretty good. Yeah, like a uh, Wailing, right? Um, yeah. Well, a Korean name is like Kok Song, but that movie kind of kind of bangs. 
It's it's sort of like an A24. It's like a hereditary type of movie, you know? It has to do with like devils and spirits and shit. And at the same time, it's like, what the fuck is going on? Um, I've yet to see I Saw the Devil. Which is apparently really fucked up. And another rape movie. So, you know, that's on my list. Not Not because of the rapes. But just, yeah. Uh, the Man from Nowhere, I guess it's like John Wick, but he's his eyes are smaller. <laughs> uh, apparently that's very good too. You know, I mean, they, they know how to make movies. Train to Busan was like pretty good. Uh, definitely the best zombie movie I think I've seen. That wasn't like, you know, a fucking parody. The Shaun of the Dead, I guess, was... But you know, that's not... It's not like a zombie zombie movie, right? Um, yeah, there's this movie called, uh, it's called Castaway on the Moon, or something like that. Um, very funny. It's definitely the funniest Korean movie I've seen. And it's, it's, it's very interesting concept. Very refreshing. I haven't seen that in like, I saw that when I was like 10. But I just remember it being very, very good. Um... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, look, if you haven't watched Korean movies, you know, what are you doing? Get on it. Uh, yeah, man, Asian, Asian, Asian movies are good, I guess. Like, I feel like every Asian country has, you know, a couple movies that are, like, pretty famous, right? Obviously, Korea has, like, a handful. Japan's scene is, like, huge. Japan has a bunch. Uh, a lot of them are old. They're like fucking from the 50s. But yeah, and like some of the newer ones, right? Uh, Squid Game, you know? Um, I think for Thai, there's like Shudder. And I, I like Shudder a lot. It was, uh, it's more like a classic horror movie type thing not classic but you know more of a general horror movie um i know you know bollywood i guess they're asians right (laughs) no they're asians and bollywood's huge i have yet to see i guess besides slumdog millionaire but i think that's that was made by the guy who fucking made transporting so i don't think that counts um, what else? Uh, Asians. Yeah, whatever. They make good movies. Um, yeah. I mean, mafia movies, you know, after watching fucking, what's it called? Carlito's way it's like I feel like we can sort of regenerate it but just have different ethnicities you know have the triads get the fucking Yakuza in there you know uh some Indian gang I don't (laughs) I don't know what they have maybe some uh Austrian Austrian mafia uh you know, Brazilians, they got, they got City of God. 
which bangs. From what I remember, it fucking ripped. But yeah. Uh. Okay, I guess that's it for movie talk. You know, I've been getting better, right? Like they they've been getting longer. I, I think I've, I'm getting more material because I have to spend a day a week, twelve hours a day. I mean, twelve hours on one of the days of the week in school. So I I'm just like on my fucking laptop and I can watch you know movies and shit. So, um, yeah, Valentine's Day, you know. Uh, we exchange gifts. I got a Brita filter. By the way, Brita's a fucking bitch to set up. Who knew? Right? You got you get you got the filter, and then you gotta drain like the carbon inside of it or some shit. You need to. I can't wash the container with dish soap. I have to use like mild detergent. Who made this bullshit? Anyways, I'm very grateful for my gift. So, once the day I get this set up, maybe tonight, I will never leave my room. Right, because the only reason I leave my room is to get water. So, I think it has five cups in there, and my. My fucking water bottle is one liter. So I do the math, you know, I don't know how many refills that is. Probably like two. Cause it doesn't seem that big. But uh, yeah, maybe I should. I was going to say maybe I should get one of those water bottles, Brita water bottles, but I already have a fucking jug. So yeah. And I also got a $70 Cineplex gift card. Which is a very sweet gift. Um, that'll give me like two trips to the theaters. No, it was very nice. Um, yeah. And now that, you know, Ontario is sort of opening up again. They basically said COVID's over. They were like, yeah, guys, you don't need vaccine, you know, proof anymore. You can eat wherever the fuck you want. It's like, okay. Thank God. You know what I mean? Uh, I'm just very glad. Um, but yeah, I, I have yet to try the uh, Cineplex VIP, which sounds very interesting. The thing is, I don't, it's like a smaller theater with nicer th- seats. But it's like, am I going to be right fucking next to a guy lying down? You know what I mean? Like, is it, I, that's kind of weird, you know? But I, I think they have like proper food. Like uh, spaghetti or something. And I'm sure it's overpriced, but whatever. I'm still down. Um, yeah, when we, we, when we saw No Way Home, uh, first of all, it was 3D, so couldn't, couldn't see shit. But also, some of the people, like I think the middle row, uh, had these special seats that like moved. You know, like, uh, according to what's happening on screen. And it just feels, I feel like it's ass, bro. Like, I, I feel like most of those guys didn't even want it. It's just that all the seats were taken, right? It, it just seems distracting, you know? Like, I guess for a superhero movie, it's not the worst. Because it's kind of cool, you know, while he's, like, web swinging and shit, you can... 
your chair moves. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I probably would never get that seat ever. I know uh, there's some that like spray water in your face, right? And then like the sex scene, like they shove a dildo up your ass or something. But yeah, I, I don't really care for any of those gimmicks. They're just strange. Like, that's when you know fucking theaters are failing, you know? That's when you know Netflix is winning, when they when they resort to this type of shit. It's like, dude, first of all, Hollywood, you know, sometimes they got to step it up, right? Some years, the, the fact that Last Duel was only in theaters for a week is a fucking sin. That movie should have been, okay, you know, it's not the best movie, but... It should have had some some more attendance. You know what I mean? First of all, Oscars wasn't nominated for jack shit. Right? I haven't seen all of the movies on that list. But I can assure you it deserves a place. You know, at least a nomination for fucking best film. <sighs> I don't know. And I, I think I heard... That, like, Ridley Scott had some, like, fallout with the fucking Oscar guys, and that's that's not good. Because that's all it is, right? It's all, like, lobbying or whatever. Like, they basically just get all these critics or judges, get them coked up, drugged up, you know, get them drunk, send a couple broads to their room, right? To fucking bribe them. That's how Harvey Weinstein won. With a fucking uh, Romeo and Juliet, that movie, whatever Romeo, Romeo's love, or I, I forgot. But yeah, it, it beat Saving Private Ryan. It's like that movie. <laughs> how fucking insulting is that? It's like yeah, dude. Uh, you know America, we're all about, we're all about our soldiers and troops. Let's take you know the best war movie in existence. American war movie and just we'll give it to some fucking lovey-dovey bullshit I haven't seen it but apparently it's pretty good I'm talking about Romeo and whatever so I mean I'm sure it deserved to be nominated it's just did it really deserve to beat Saving Private Ryan you know whatever and you know yeah people are like yeah who gives a fuck the Oscars are bullshit and it is but it's, you know, it's still fun. It's fun to see who wins. You know what I mean? It's like, I don't give a fuck about the Super Bowl, but I, I'm going to check who wins, right? I'm not going to watch it. Dude, the last Oscars, like, I, I saw that one live, and it was it was one of those, it was, you know, in the peak of COVID. So, uh, fucking horseshit. It was actually the laziest, most piece of shit. It was the year that um, Nomadland won. The one with uh, Francis McDormand. Jesus. You know? No. We gotta stop this digital fucking entertainment bullshit. It's like these sort of events, they happen in real life. And then you broadcast it. Right? Or go full. Go full digital. Metaverse. You know? There's a, 
there's there was um like a press conference because they had like a fight between Max Holloway from the UFC and uh, Khabib. It was just like they had a fight in like a a VR game, right? And they did like a whole promo for it. It's fucking hilarious. So they had their press conference in the metaverse, and you know what? It's not the worst because it's just funny. You know what I mean? So, I mean, if we completely convert over, I wouldn't be too mad, you know. Um, yeah. You know, I feel like like watching movies in, in, in VR wouldn't be too bad. Because they have, like, those virtual theater, movie theaters or whatever. It's just, you know, you know some kid's just going to start dropping N-bombs in the middle of, like, you know, 12 years of slave or whatever. So... But, you know, if it was, like, you could host your own shit, like, you know, you don't have to be with people. You can have your own, like, private room. Just invite, like, your friends and shit. Wouldn't be too bad. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. VR, you know. What a crazy, crazy fucking thing that is. And it it was quick. Like, the development was quick. Because what, Oculus came out in, like, 2014 or whatever? Man, when that first came out, that was the shit. And they did, they did a good job, right? Like, they got all the YouTube gamers on board, you know? Um, and then, obviously, other companies, you know, brought competition. But Facebook, like, their device is sick. You don't need a computer. You don't need, like, a fucking... $12,000 computer. Um, you can just store games in the headset, which is genius. It's wireless. You don't need the cords fucking you over. So, yeah, they did a great job. Um, and that's that's probably why they're taking it. I heard they lost like a billion dollars while developing Metaverse. So, you know, I don't know. I don't know if it was a good investment, right? Like, I'm not, I'm not Mark Zucky, you know? Um, yeah. Anyways, um, I guess Ukraine's not going to war. Uh, because apparently people there are just, like, chilling. Like, their, their citizens aren't, like, in panic, apparently. It's just, like, Biden trying to rile like a war like he's trying to start a war or some shit according to some tiktok news outlet right because you know they sell guns right it's huge profits and isn't that what they did in world war Two? like because i don't think they had a side in the beginning they were just like selling guns to both sides or some shit making bank and then they were like, oh, shit, they're killing Jews. And then they're like, nah, okay, that's enough, you know? <sighs> yeah, I mean, there's, there's people out there, you know, probably people who grew up playing fucking COD who are like, yeah, you know, let's see him try to start one, you know? Not on my watch. It's like you're not gonna do shit. 
right? You're going to be the guy in Saving Private Ryan that's like holding his knees and crying and like rocking back and forth. We all are, right? Only the guys who are like in the military and half of them are also going to be doing that because it's a fucking war, right? It's like, and it's the same thing with zombie apocalypse. If it somehow gets to the point of like Walking Dead where, you know, it's like very little survivors, like you're fucked. You know, you're screwed. You're probably going to starve to death, right? I mean, it's, I guess people just got to live their fantasies, you know? Uh, Yeah, whatever. I mean, Walking Dead, is it even still going on? It has to be canceled, right? There's no shot. Um, okay. Oh, okay, I think it did end. I think this is the last season. Thank fucking Christ, man. I remember watching, like, the first season, like, way back when it first came out. Like, 2011 or whatever. 2010. And I mean, it was okay. You know, I think it was, like, the, the first of its kind you know, like a zombie TV show. So I respect that. It's just they just milked it. And then, yeah, I mean, I I, I haven't seen the rest of it, so I guess I can't judge. Um, I remember The 100, too. I saw that when I was, when I was yeah, I guess 14. But that was pretty weird, too. Man, I don't think it was that good. Like, it was like, it reminded me of, like, Hunger Games, you know? It's like for fucking preteens. But, yeah. Um, Yeah, there's so many shows that, like, I guess I gotta watch. Boardwalk Empire. The Wire. Um, fucking Ted Lasso. There's too many. I I can't do it. Maybe in a lifetime, sure. But, yeah, Champions League, group stages. Mbappe, right, scores in the last minute, of course. To the team that he said he was going to go to. I guess he has to set in, you know, he has to make an example, right? You know, this is what I can do. Is they can score in the last minute. Incredible. Uh, Messi, Lionel, Lionel Pessi, misses the penalty. Crazy. And he, I swear to God, I just sensed that he was going to miss it. I had a feeling. And what do you know? Um, yeah, and then Man City, of course, destroys 5-0. Against fucking sporting. Um, and then I think, I think, well, today Liverpool won 2 nothing against Inter. And then Bayern tied 1 1 to like a Red Bull, some Red Bull team. I don't know. I don't know how the fuck they tied. They should, they, I think they should have. I'm assuming they should have taken it, right? 
I don't think any Red Bull team is like as good as Bayern. I don't know. Yeah, I have this uh, game development course, and it's like the only, it's the fucking course that's like, it starts at 8, and then I have to stay until 6. And met a couple guys there, right? I guess they're like the only guys that I talk to, just because they're in my lab, you know? And uh, yeah, it's like two Chinese guys, right? Like two like ESL kids. I mean, they're, you know, their English is good, but they're obviously from China. They're obviously not from here, right? And then some, I don't know what he is. I think he's brown. Could be Hispanic. But yeah, they all play Apex. Every single one of them. I didn't know that that game was that popular, you know? Um, I I guess I gotta start playing now, right? If that's the wave. So, I mean, the game is like, is it that good? Like, I just don't like the aspect of like I gotta shoot him four billion times. You know. But yeah. I mean, that course kind of got me back into, like, I kind of want to start making games again. Like, uh, I made a game before that I just, like, played with, fucked around with friends and shit. And we got, I was making it with a friend, and we got the idea. I think he got it from Reddit. And it was basically, like, you know, a group of players, and then only one guy has the bullet, Right. And then if he shoots it and kills someone, or if he shoots it and misses, then a random person gets the bullet. And then they can shoot. And it's like last person standing wins or whatever. Like, I mean, it's a cool concept, you know? But, yeah, we called it like reverse Russian roulette or some shit. Anyways, it was fun, right? For like a little fucking shit game that we made. And then I made another one. It, it was like some game where like the map's filled with like a bunch of mannequins. And one of the players is like the hunter. And then there's other players that are mannequins. And they can only kill, and they look like the other mannequins, right? So, you know, you're kind of like hiding, being sneaky and shit. And then, you know, the mannequin guys can only kill him at a close distance. Kill the hunters at a close distance. I thought it was a cool concept, you know? It's sort of like intense. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, making games is hard. Yeah, it's a lot of time. You end up running into a bunch of fucking issues. Like for the... Uh, there was this one game... I think the last game that I was developing. This was like two years ago. And I was trying to make a game where it's like Rainbow Six Siege, but like the entire building is destructible. I just couldn't fucking do it. Like I could get to, you know, I could build, sorry, I could develop like all the fucking shooting, movement mechanics, all that shit. Once it got to the building, it, it was just so performance killing. <laughs> 
I could not optimize it. And, you know, it was probably just because of my lack of fucking programming skills and knowledge. Yeah. I mean, making games is hard, man. Like, and I know AAA games should be doing better. And their game shouldn't be running like dog shit. They should be more optimized. They should be less buggy. Right? Because they got an entire fucking teams building these games. But at the same time, I have, you know, I get it. It's difficult. And these programmers are working like overtime. You know, they're stressed. It's a tough, it's a tough job. Yeah, the real people to blame are the fucking executives or whatever for being greedy bitches, you know? Battlefield 2042, perfect example. Um, Yeah, one of the kids in my class like pre-ordered the game. I feel so bad. But then again, why the fuck would you do that? Why would you ever pre-order a game? Like what? Like I would never pre-order a ticket to watch a movie. Just, it might be shit, right? I, I checked the reviews first. And he bought, like, the the extended package or whatever. It was, like, $110. You know? But, yeah. I was, yes, like, I, I get some TikToks of the game uh, Escape from Tarkov, which is, like, this very hardcore, like, Soviet... Um, post-apocalyptic like scavenging game and it looks kind of sick it really does it's just I I don't want to buy it and then just never play it for the next seven years because I bought DayZ like the zombie game and well first off none of my friends have it, right and I feel like it would be more fun if my friends played it they don't so, but also it's like, the game was crashing for me. I fuck it. That's the worst. Like if any game crashes on me, it's like, it's a huge turnoff, you know? I, like some people play like games and they're like, yeah, the game constantly crashes, but I still have like 4,000 hours on it. It's like, no, I can't do that. Like fix your fucking game. You know, right after I, I was talking about fucking how difficult it is, but come on, dude. You know what I mean? Um, I think the original creator of that game, like back when it was like an Arma mod or whatever, I think he created a new game and just the reviews say it's dog shit. So... I'm not going to get it. Yeah. I was at a, a friend's house. We're writing a new film. We can't think of shit. But he like borrowed his friend's PS4. So we're in the basement and we're playing uh, the Spider-Man game. First of all, he 100% completed the game. Right? Like He did all the side missions and shit in two weeks, which is pretty impressive. Um, and I don't know, I guess that's it, that's it. Like once you do that, it's like you either replay the game or you're just 
doing like petty crimes, right? Not well, you're not doing petty crimes. You're like saving them because you're Spider Man. But I think you can get like DLC and shit. I don't know. From what I saw, like I feel like it would get pretty repetitive. The mechanics are just like, it's like you know in the Batman games, it's like that type of fighting style, just more like, just quicker. But apparently, it's just that throughout the entire game. Like the swinging and shit is cool, right? They did that very well. But I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, you know, I just never bothered to play those type of story games. Just never, yeah. I've always been a multiplayer gamer, you know. Or like play a single player game for like two days straight and then drop it. Maybe I do have ADHD or OCD or whatever. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I feel like in terms of art or just any skill that I try to learn, it's like I can pick up on a certain thing about it very quickly, right? And I can get good at that one thing very quickly. But it won't be like anything major. It'll just be like part of like the the beginner part. And then after that, it's like it takes me a very long time to get good. Like CSGO, it's like, oh, okay, that's a bad example. Um, Let's say, yeah, I think it's just my like consistency. Because like, for tennis, right? When I first played like three years ago, I was getting pretty good at it. Like my dad was like, yeah, like, you know, you're learning fast. And then I, I just hit like a wall. And then I even also got worse somehow. And I would just get frustrated. And I wouldn't want, and it, yeah, it would just frustrate me. And I wouldn't improve. And it would take me a very long time to get out of that slump. And it's like, does that happen for everyone? Is that how everyone learns? Or my curve is like, my learning curve is, it, it it's like a very tiny spike at the very beginning. Like a sharp spike. And then, you know, stagnant. It's like a straight line. Then like a slight bend downwards. And then very slowly, it goes up. And then along the way, there's like, you know, bumps and shit. I just want a fucking 90 degrees, 45 degree angle, straight line towards the fucking sky. You know, why can't I have that? It's bullshit. Like the amount of fucking hobbies that I have, that I had, ridiculous, right? I mean, I got back into soccer recently, uh, game developing, uh, 2D animation. I used to be part of like Stick Page. It's like a stick animation community forum where you, you see like stick figures fighting and shit. Um, yeah, to uh, animating. I make beats. 
right? That I I feel like that's been my most consistent hobby in terms of art because I've been doing it like on and off pretty frequently for the past like three years or whatever. Um, cause it's easy and it's like, I've reached a point where I just need to think of new ideas and I can probably do them. The hard part is like engineering, right? Either music engineering or music mixing and mastering. Well, I guess that's engineering. Yeah. That's very difficult because that what you actually need like an ear, you know, you need to train your ear and you got to know what sounds good. Um, yeah, like I had a huge fucking slump with that. I was, I think I've gone through like 900 fucking YouTube videos looking up how to make my, my beats not sound like dick and how to not make him clip. You know what I mean? Um, but at the same time, like that community, the beat making community online is like, it's just a bunch of me's, you know what I mean? That are like a little bit more knowledgeable so the shit information that you get on there it's like a lot of it's useful but also some of it can be like destructive i feel you know like some of that information could actually backfire because you think it's the right thing to do but then it ends up like making your shit sound worse on like the car speakers you know and i know like your song's not supposed to sound the, the same on everything like that's impossible you know professionals do a pretty good job right and that's you know that's where i'm trying to get so yeah what else um yeah i used to like hack fucking video games like learn how to program hacks um i used to stay up until like 7 a.m just trying to like, figure shit out, how to, like, hack CS, like, Counter-Strike and shit. That was fucking wild. And I, I just would not talk to anyone. <laughs> like, I just fucking, like, isolate myself. Um, yeah, I'd, like, <laughs> I'd fucking try to brute force, like, accounts and shit. I'd get, like, free Spotify accounts, and that's how, like, me and my brothers used it. Me and my brothers... Me and my brother, I shared a, a Spotify account that wasn't mine, that I, you know, without permission logged into, and I just go like add all the songs into like a playlist, and then go offline so that I can listen, and like it won't interrupt his listening, wherever he was, he was probably in like the states, and then my brother would do this exact same thing. So, three guys were using his account at the same time, and he had no fucking idea. And then I gave it to a friend, and then he would just listen to it online, and then the password has changed. Unbelievable. I pay for it now, obviously. Um, yeah. What else? I guess that's it. Oh, yeah, and like screenwriting, you know, filmmaking, whatever. Um, that's... I've been very slow with that one because it is, I mean, like the thing with music, I make a beat, the product is there just in an hour, hour and a half. 
and you know it's not like the finished product but it's basically finished right and then later if i'm unhappy with shit i touch up on it that's it never touch it again but the product is there with screenwriting if i want to make a feature length film it's like i got to work on it for like a, a like you know months weeks right and it's like i don't get to see the product and that's the hardest part cuz that's what i'm trying to figure out is how is this going to end up being a product how do i get to that final product and then you got to account for plot holes you got to account for character development it's it's a really tough skill you know um i mean i enjoy it right it's just i guess i just need inspiration or maybe i don't enjoy it as much as i think i do you know hopefully i get back into it maybe uh yeah okay we'll we'll keep it short we'll keep it short but thanks for listening uh yeah bye